Welcome to Sacred Exploration with Lisa Tremont Oda. Are you making the most of your experience as a spiritual being in physical form? Do you want to live with greater levels of peace and integrity? Today, Lisa and her guests will help you discover, uncover, and recover what's missing in yourself. Now, here's your host, Lisa Tremont Oda. Holiday greetings, everyone. I'm your host, Lisa Tremont Ota, and you're listening to Sacred Exploration, where I will help you chart your course to self-discovery. So self-discovery is a process, and oftentimes it involves uncovering, recovering, and discovering those parts of ourselves that are not necessarily easy to identify. Oftentimes we have to explore a little deeper into the subconscious realms and Part of sacred exploration is really taking a shamanic perspective on our lives and really looking at the the various parts of ourselves. And shamanism in general really is a melding of different levels of reality. We've We've got our waking time, our dream time which is often something that the aboriginals will will call it, the dream time. Uh, We could call it the subconscious and unconscious. So all of these different levels of of reality are what influence our lives as a whole. Today, I am very excited to be talking about the topic of intuition and dreams. Dreams have always played such a a powerful role in my life, even since childhood. I, I used to wake up every morning and want to share my dreams. And even in college, my roommates, every morning I would, oh, can I share my dream with you? Because they just are so fascinating. And over time, I began to educate myself more and more about dreams and the dream world. When I uh, went to school to get my master's degree in culture and creation spirituality, I did some study with Jeremy Taylor, who is a renowned uh, dream worker, and learned a lot about the various levels that can even be found within a single dream. So today, uh, I'm very excited to introduce you to a friend of mine, Lisa Ferrer, who is also an energy grand master teacher, certified trainer of neuro-linguistic programming, or NLP. She's a master practitioner, excuse me, hypnotist and intuitive practice, practitioner who works with people to shift their core beliefs so that they can get out of their own way and accomplish goals in record time. She's also a certified practitioner through the Association for Integrative Psychology. She blends ancient forms of energy healing with current neuroscience and uh, really works with a blend of 20 different energy modalities, quantum physics, NLP, hypnosis, and other techniques. I have worked with Lisa myself on a personal basis. Uh, We met some years ago and right away when I heard what she was about, felt that kindred spirit energy that I seem to feel with many of my guests on the show because we're all so fascinated and, and appreciative of the sacred in our lives. And she has certainly helped me through some, some challenging times in my life and uh, also to, to grow my own presence in, in the world. Uh, most recently, I had a session with her where she cleared some energy that needed to be cleared and helped me to deepen my own intuitive abilities. 
which couldn't have come at a better time as I, I launched this radio show, Sacred Exploration. So I'm very excited to have Lisa here. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you for having me, Lisa. I'm so honored to be here on Sacred Exploration with you today. Oh, it's it's fun. And and we're actually sitting at Lisa's office and it's just uh, just being here in this room is very calming, very nourishing and nurturing. There's uh, candles and positive words of affirmation and hopes and dreams. So I'm I'm very, very pleased to be here and thankful to have you as my guest. Thank you. Can you, you have such a varied background. Um, I'm, I'm wondering if you could begin by sharing with our listeners how you came into this practice of intuitive healing. So I think the way things started, um, my husband actually passed away when I was 24 years old. Mm-hmm. And it uh, took me down this path of um, exploration of who we are more than our even our spiritual beliefs, who we are more than our physical bodies. Um, and at that time, I had my son was two and a half years old, and I was working for a nonprofit organization, um, doing a job that I loved, supporting developmentally disabled adults to find um, the jobs in the community that they wanted, so helping them to achieve their dreams, um, even with obstacles in the way that were physical and emotional obstacles. Um, And so what took me down the path really was looking at that um, and I started going through following my internal guidance. You know, I was like, what am I going to do when I'm making the same amount of money in a nonprofit organization as my house payment with my little one? And I I just started walking this path of following my own internal guidance, my intuition that was coming up, um, which is kind of higher self. It introduced me to higher self information. It introduced me to that unconscious mind piece um, and following that guidance led me down a path where I have an international energy healing practice. I work with people on five continents. I have 17 rental properties. Um, I have my son's 26 years old, and he's a happy man <laughs> in life now. Um, so all of that, really turning that internal guidance, that um, higher self piece, which I feel like are um, links into our um, daydreams, right? Like turning that into manifestation in, in the world. Well, it sounds like you, uh, out of necessity, started to explore, like you said, your own internal longings and needs, which is really pretty remarkable for someone at 24 years of age. I mean, I don't, I, I know that I at a young age had a very spiritual calling, but it wasn't the norm. I really don't think it was. So that's it's it's really something even to have explored that depth at that age and under those circumstances. And then it sounds like you began to witness your own manifestation, that you were beginning to manifest what you really needed. And then what then you decided to bring that out to others, like, wow, this is really working. I can see it working in my own life. And now I can really share this with others. Absolutely. And I started studying the brain and ancient forms of energy work. Um, I actually, what catapulted me into the real estate aspect 
um, was I had fallen asleep with the TV on. It's such a funny story because I this was back when we only had infomercials in the middle of the night, mm. right? So now we have infomercials <laughs> on TV all day right. long. But I had fallen asleep, which was also not normal for me to leave the television on. And I woke up in the middle of the night to the last part of this infomercial that was on housing foreclosures. And I sat up and watched the last five minutes of the infomercial. And I thought, I just, it resonated with me, this housing foreclosure purchasing. And I thought, I don't need to pay that man $3,000 to learn how to buy housing I foreclosure. I can figure that out myself. <laughs> I love it. And, and six months later, I bought my first house and that really started on this life of its own and really playing with manifesting like it was a monopoly game right mm-hmm. um and it wasn't so much about setting um rigid goals or the numbers it was more about following that internal guidance that was coming in that led me down that path and before I knew it I had 12 properties um, over a few years and um, and I really think there's such power in listening to your intuition and the unconscious mind and moving negative emotions that are in the way so that was one of the things that I did after my husband passed away was I went into this deeper looking at what's holding me back, mm-hmm. what's keeping me from having clarity even. So not necessarily, it wasn't always that something um, where I felt stuck or blocked, it's how do I get clear vision for my trajectory? Well, I, I understand that. You know, uh, A simple thing that I love pointing out to people, and you're reminding of it, me of it now, so I'm going to point it out, is that if... There's been a time where I've been in uh, groups of large women and it was like a women's gathering group. And before each gathering, they would do uh, prayers of gratitude and request. So a lot of, of gratitude, thank you for this, thank you for that to spirit. And then, you know, please heal my son, bring healing upon our nation, mm-hmm. whatever the request. And then it dawned on me, like with all this gratitude and request, which is great, there's not a lot of room for just listening. And if we were to take the word silent, if, S-I-L-E-N-T, if you were to transform those letters, you can spell the word listen. Aww. Right? <laughs> yeah. And, and so it really made me realize that we could be jabbering away to spirit all the time. But unless we really take that space, which is what yoga does, is what, what meditation does, mm-hmm. is to help create space so that we could actually see what's intended for us because oftentimes what's intended for us or what could come along our way is at least as good and usually better than maybe what we would have dreamed up. So again, like what you're saying, if we can get out of our way and remove some of those blocks, there might be a treasure awaiting us. Absolutely. And I love what you're saying about listening. Um, I think that listening is the first step and, and then after that is acting on it trusting it and that's one of the areas over the years that I've found that people um, that hold people back is they get the information and they wonder did I just think that or was that higher self information was it just my mind Um, and then you know letting go and stepping forward and and actually acting on that information that internal guidance and I think that's something that's exciting that you and I 
um, are going to be helping people do exactly together. <laughs> exactly, we're so excited. Uh, Lisa and I are going to. I, we'll just tell them about it now. <laughs> Lisa and I are going to be uh, offering up a dream workshop about manifesting our dreams. It's called Manifest Your Dreams into Reality, and we're going to be kicking that off in April. So if you'd like to be sure to get a jump start on your New Year's resolutions and just be sure you're real strong on uh, going into 2018. I invite you to join us for that workshop. It's going to be a four-part workshop, incredibly powerful. I can't wait. Uh, there will be information on, on where you can call and find out more during our commercial breaks. Um, so would you say then that that's uh, when you talk about people really listening and then acting, is that what we mean when we talk about acting upon our intuition or hearing intuition is that an example of intuition or it, it is an example else? and I think that um, you know there's people think of it sometimes as the you know psychic with the crystal ball and that's one form visual visual um, intuition is one form only one form of, of reading energy um, there are many different forms. People get downloaded information. Um, people resonate with a sensation in their body. There's a number of ways that are just as powerful. Um, and I think understanding the difference between the conscious mind and the unconscious mind data can help people um, start to discern the difference, mm-hmm. right? So our conscious mind has only what we've learned and what we've experienced and a combination of those things on its radar and about a step about two to six steps outside of that so it can stretch a little bit but our unconscious mind which is connected with our higher self has it actually does over 90 percent of what we do in our life Right? It has all the data of everything we've ever experienced. It has the um, genetic, our genetic encoding in it. So not only predispositions to hair color and eye color that it manifests, but also behavioral traits, emotional traits. There's so much information in there. Everything we've ever experienced from childhood forward um, is in that unconscious mind. And I'll give you an example of the difference because sometimes people have trouble discerning the difference. Mm -hmm. Um, Your unconscious mind is beating your heart, for example, right? Right. And you're breathing right now. You're flowing blood through your body. And sometimes if we get the conscious mind involved, which is limited on its information, on its data, um, into that, it'll actually mess up some of those natural things that happen for us, including our intuition. One easy way to look at that is if you, your unconscious mind is breathing for you right now. But if I asked you to use your conscious mind and pay attention to your breathing, all of a sudden you would be wondering, am I supposed to pause here? Am I supposed to be doing cyclical breathing? So you wouldn't be getting the optimum amount of oxygen. Mm-hmm. And that does happen and can happen frequently with intuition as it arises. Our higher consciousness information coming in um, can get muddled up when we start thinking about it Mm -hmm. because it's on limited radar versus the unconscious mind has the vast universe of possibility. What we want is no mind when they talk about having no mind, like just removing the thinking analytical process to allow for the unconscious flow, the subconscious flow. 
Yeah, I always say there's like an 80-20 rule that if when I'm working with clients is if we can get them to use 80% of their intuition, which is like in the core of their body and their feeling center, it could be downloaded information, and then 20% to run through the data of the brain, Mm -hmm. right? So we kind of do that figure eight where it's like the body mostly and then a little bit of data from the brain and then that intuitive self coming forward or rising. Um, That's where we get our best results in life. That's a really good visual with the figure eight and you did that around your head as the mm-hmm. small part and then kind of around your heart and your gut yep, the was sort of the, the bigger core part. Yeah. Right. Well, it's so fascinating. Um, we're already close to taking our first break. I would encourage you all to call in. Again, Sacred Exploration is intended to be a co-creative effort here where I show up and you participate. So if you have any questions about the program at all, uh, for Lisa Ferrer in particular, uh, about being imperfectly vegan, please do call on our toll-free line. The number is 1-888-346-9141. So, um, yeah, would love to have your participation. And when we get back, we're going to hear some examples of how this really very powerful type of work can bring our dreams into manifestation. And I like to say that when we're given a dream, to not open it is to not receive a gift. That's that's what we do when we don't explore our dreams. It's like receiving a gift and never opening it. So we're going to go to commercial break. I'm Lisa Tremont Ota, and we'll be right back with Sacred Exploration. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We have relationships with people in our lives, but arguably our relationship with food is the most intimate, dynamic, and enduring of them all. You can nourish your relationship with food and the planet. Purchase your copy of The Sacred Art of Eating, Healing Our Relationship with Food, written by Lisa Tremont Oda. A registered dietitian, nutritionist, and shamanic soul coach, Lisa can help you heal your relationship with food. The Sacred Art of Eating is available on Amazon.com, SacredExploration.com, and ImperfectlyVegan.com. Do you remember your dreams? Not exploring your dream life is like receiving a gift but not opening it. Join Lisa Trimonota and Lisa Ferrer this February for an interactive workshop series that will help make your goals and dreams become results in your business and personal life. To register or to find out more, call 925-497-2529 or email sacredexploration at gmail.com. Space is limited in this highly interactive workshop series. So call today and learn how you can make your dreams come true. That's 925-497-2529 or email sacredexploration at gmail.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Voice America. 
You are listening to Sacred Exploration. To reach Lisa or her guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to sacredexploration at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. I'm Lisa Tremont Ota, and you're listening to Sacred Exploration. I'm here with my guest, Lisa Ferrer, intuitive practitioner and healer. And we're talking about how we can use both our conscious and subconscious mind and dreams to create results in our business and personal life. And before we dive a little bit more deeply into that, because I I would like to um, get some examples from you of how this works. But I, I thought this would be a good moment to weave in our imperfectly vegan moment. Uh, for those of you who have not heard the show before, I, every show I have an imperfectly vegan moment. And this comes from the part of me, shamanically I'll speak of the part of me, who's a nutritionist and really believes in a plant-based diet being cornerstone for uh, a full, whole, healthful, individual, communal life that is also good for the planet. And as such, I developed the term imperfectly vegan. And Lisa, you had said something about how important it was that we not get too rigid um, in our thinking. And, and that's really kind of what this term is about, is to avoid that rigidity in, in, in living a plant-based life. We don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, in other words. Um, now, I know you're familiar with the term, and I would love for you to share with our audience any impressions that you have around it. And in in the context of your own experience. Sure. So about a year and a half ago, I went and was trained in raw living food lifestyle. And um and I think I didn't listen to the word lifestyle initially. <laughs> When um, when I was going in for the training, um, it was amazing. I felt amazing. Um, it changed me physically, emotionally. I noticed shifts, and I tried to do raw living foods for. It lasted about four months after I got back with the training. It takes an army of people to sprout everything, dehydrate everything, do food prep. I thought, as a single mom, how am I going to be able to maintain this lifestyle? And I I did it to the point where I just stopped at some point. Mm. And so it's so refreshing to look at the imperfectly vegan um, information that you have because I really think that it's, unless there's a team of people that... It's, it can be hard for people, right? It can oh, become sure. counterproductive and kind of can get upsetting or then there's questioning about whether, you know, I really should be, it would be good for me to eat this way, but I can't keep up with it and it turns into this other spiral. So Imperfectly Vegan is so refreshing um, to have because it makes everything easier to do. It's completely manageable. You can do it as a single mom who has two businesses like I do and uh, be successful, feel good about your body and your time. Absolutely. It also kind of uh, parallels your what we had just talked about before break of the figure eight and using 20% of your conscious mind and 80% of the more subconscious. Um, and I, I, when I 
work with Imperfectly Vegan, I've got about four different images of scales. And on one side of the scale is the word vegan. And ideally, that one's the heavier side, weighing, weighing the scale down. And on the lighter side is the imperfectly part. But mm-hmm. some people may start in the complete opposite position. But I think what you're talking about with the 2080 on the conscious and subconscious is sort of a, a, a fairly, that I would be very happy if, if most Americans followed 80% vegan and were 20% imperfectly, we would, we would not suffer. I'm sure we would not suffer with the same amount of dis-ease that we do currently. We would have a lot of healing going on and the planet would be much better off as well. Yes. So, um, well, good. That was a fabulous tie-in. <laughs> that was fun. Well, since we are talking about bringing dreams into manifestation, I was wondering if you could share an example with us from your work with clients over the years. Is there something that you could share that would help our listeners understand this process? Sure. Um, I think that there's, there's a couple of examples. One I could use from the business world. Um, so there was a gentleman that was living in Southern California and moved up here to uh, start his practice as a financial advisor. And he was coming in as manager to run a team and build a team here. And with the work that we were doing together, he was able to um, not only identify um, which team members and how to place them and, and hire on the right ones for his team, um, but he exceeded in a year and a half, his financial goals by $100,000 for himself and the team. Uh, We were able to bring in how he wanted his personal life into that, right, which helped catapult the business aspect forward. So it was really about starting with him and using the intuition, moving negative emotions, moving limiting beliefs um, that would bog him down or keep him off his path. Mm -hmm. Um, He reported, you know, feeling happier in his personal life, having more clarity. um, And and to this day, we're still working together on a regular basis. He sees me once a month. He's continuing to move up that ladder of success. Redefining his goals. Yes, mm-hmm. and having the life that he desires. And he refers the people he cares about most, his family and friends. Um, and we end up on a similar path for them. Sometimes it's personal, sometimes it's professional, and sometimes it's a combination. We really... There's no way really to work on just the professional without working on a person's individual history. Um, And what would really be the point? I mean, if you were working on your, most of us, we work on our professional to somehow circle it around and nourish our personal life. mm -hmm. People, whether they want more money so that they can have, do more things with their personal life or uh, reach more people and have a greater impact in the world, but or to have more time, freedom and flexibility. Right. Yeah. Sometimes you need to, to make money to, to step away from it a bit, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's important to have the customized why for that person. Right. Not just a generic. These are the 10 steps to get there, but to customize to the mm-hmm. work to there. Sure. Um, yeah. And I, I think that um, one of the things that that we can also help with is people's Um, physical things that are happening sometimes they'll come to me for a physical issue Mm -hmm. and it turns into this whole world of additional areas where we can help them to stimulate a positive life that they desire 
Um, I had a, a woman call me, and now it's been, or actually it's close to nine years. I was saying eight earlier, but it's close to, to nine years ago from Sydney, Australia. And um, she was had had migraines for 22 years. She was 44 Ouch. at the time. And the migraines were happening three times a week, sometimes more. So it was keeping her from having a job that she enjoyed. She was in a relationship with a man that was just someone who would take her, is how she felt about it, um, because she couldn't really go and do anything or be counted on. I mean, even going to the store or to the beach. Or in her job, that was probably an issue too, right? She probably wouldn't show up for work frequently, I would imagine. Yeah. There was calling in sick all the time because she had these migraines that Mm -hmm. would just take her out. And she had had all kinds of medical doctors and naturally health practitioners, healers. She even had yoga instructors, meditation instructors, hypnotherapists work on her over time. She tried it all, sure. Yeah, and they were identifying an issue that had happened 22 years prior. And the issue was that she was um, raped Mm -hmm. in college. And um, some of what makes this work so important is that they were missing the target by hitting that, even though it had started at that point. The issue that created the the migraines was there was a belief system that was developed between the ages of four and six years old that we identified in her first session um, that caused her to think about the rape the way that she did at age 22. So the problem was not that event related to the migraines it was the belief system Mm. and how she thought Mm -hmm. about it and then what it manifested in her in her body after that so after that first session she had no migraines um i saw her the next week we met on skype because she's in australia um and i saw her the next week and she couldn't believe that she had gone a week without migraines and i said okay it looks like we've got the root cause let's do a little bit more cleanup work we did some different types of sessions to do some cleanup work by a month she was believing that she wasn't going to have migraines anymore because there was she had had them for so long that was part of her was like are they coming back right. is this real can i relax into this new version of me right um, and I just get goosebumps when I when I talk about it from like head to toe. It's um, so amazing. So then what that took us into was, well, now let's take a look at your job and your relationships. Now you have no migraine. So what do you want to do? And so we started doing the manifesting work, um, clearing the pathways for her to find the job that she wanted. Um, and then she shortly after was got rid of the boyfriend. <laughs> Sometimes and, that helps. Yeah. <laughs> and and now fast forward, she has um, a, the business of her dreams um, that she's had for several years. She has a thriving practice and um, helping other people. And she um, is engaged to, to be married. So wow. super exciting. Wow. <laughs> you, you actually helped me to remember a dream, a very, well, not a dream, but a, a, we could call it a dream, but it was something that happened in reality where... I had a healing on a physical level, and it was back when I was in college. I was actually getting my master's degree in public health at the time, but I would always go across to the Graduate Theological Union and dabble in all the spirituality classes because I just loved it so much. But during this time, I had stopped, and it had been some years by then, getting my period. I was amenorrheic, which meant that I just did not get my period. And it was disconcerting. 
because I had gone to the doctors and I had all my lab values checked and they were normal on paper. Everything came up normal. I didn't undereat. I didn't overeat. I did have disordered eating, but it wasn't uh, anything extreme that would indicate that I would have that issue. And I ended up getting married and my mom, I remember she said to my then fiance, um, well, you know, Lisa may not be able to have children. And he said, well, I, I understand that, but, you know, I love her and we'll, we'll work it out. But you can imagine being this young woman who figured I would have children one day and just didn't really know if I would, if I was capable. Well, one of the classes I was taking, interesting that we're talking about this today, was about dreams and it was called Prayer and Human Wholeness. And we were required to have two sessions with our professor. And they were really kind of like counseling sessions. And I told her that I had this very active dream life. And um, I had clairvoyant dreams even back then, which is dreams where you actually see what is happening out of space and time. Sure. And I did have an incredible dream of um, where I had been raped uh, by a tall black man with a knife and kept saying, please don't rape me, please don't rape me. Anyways, when I awoke in a panic, just sweating and just uh, just heart racing and couldn't shake it off, I got a phone call from one of my roommates at about 11 that morning telling me that one of our previous roommates had been attacked that morning. All the details were the same. Tall black man with a knife, etc., and, whew, boy, it was a lot. And so I shared this dream along with others with, with my professor, and she also knew that I wasn't getting my periods. And, well, I guess this is radio. This is my new experience being vulnerable on radio like this, but she had me stand up. And I stood up, and she said, whoa. And I said, what? And she said, you have really big angel wings. And I said, oh, I, I didn't know that I had angel wings at all. And she got real stern with me and pointed her finger and said, well, you do. And you need to use those wings to protect yourself. And at night, you can go to bed and wrap those wings around yourself and say, tonight, my dreams are just for me. Well, I left her office that day and I walked home. I was in North Berkeley. I lived in a little back house in North Berkeley with my with my then husband. And I walked home and when I got to my apartment, I had to go to the bathroom. I'm fiddling with the key. I ran to the bathroom and guess what happened? <laughs> right? Just like that. Just mm-hmm. like that. And what I got from that, so that was a physical healing. I mean, it was like the whole physicality had just changed just like that. But the belief, you had talked about how it's attached to a belief. Um, I don't know if it was a conscious belief, but it was an awareness that when you are an intuitive person like you are and like I am, we can give out a lot of energy or pick up on a lot of energy from others as well. And so there is a place for also protecting yourself and not just letting that energy run nilly willy all over the place, that there's a certain kind of a containment that needs to be held. Like I would imagine with you and all your intuitive work, there's a place for making sure that you aren't drained as you work Mm -hmm. with your clients. Is that right? Do you, do you have practices to kind of protect your to hold your energy reserve? I do, and I early on in my practice, I um, decided to set up where my switch would turn on mm-hmm. when I was doing energetic work. 
or I could turn it off. So what I didn't want is to be at a barbecue and be reading people constantly at that level, Mm. right? We all have our basic intuition, body language, and that sort of thing that happens. And I wanted it to just be at that level. So I always set the intention and held good boundaries from early on. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because I was thinking about that. Like when I stepped into practice, there was that one piece. But prior to that, one of the things that came up when my husband passed away was I started walking down this path of looking at spiritual alchemy and energetics and intuition. And ever since I was little, I had been able to close my eyes, envision if something was going to come to pass. And if I could see it in my mind's eye, then I knew it was going to happen. Otherwise, my mind screen would be black. It would just be blank. Mm. And until I went down this path, I didn't know that everybody wasn't reading energy that way. Right. You just so <laughs> I was running around life thinking that's how everybody navigated life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that question is actually what, when I realized that difference, I that's what took me into looking at what are the different forms that people are reading energy. Because it's not just that I'm the only one that can read energy, right? There's, it's not just gifted people that can read energy. The intuition is there for everybody. It's just that people sometimes don't know what to look for. Right. right? That gut feeling. That well, download. and I know that you, um, well, your business is called Healing for Everyone. And you not only help to heal people, but you teach others to tap into this kind of uh, power and intuition, Absolutely. In fact, you taught me how to do Reiki, which I'm very <laughs> grateful for. Right. So yeah. um, there's an abundance of that to be had. And it's beautiful that that you share it as much as you do. Thank you. Empowerment is important to me. It's not that people should constantly have to go see someone else. I think there's a time and place for that. But we have it within ourselves. Exactly. I trust that people have exactly what they need. And that's what sacred exploration is about, is helping us to take advantage of those abilities and resources that are available to all of us, but that we leave untapped so much more than, than is necessary. All right. Well, once again, it's time for a commercial break. We're happy to have you call in and uh, we will return quite, quite quickly here with Lisa Ferrer talking with us about intuition and dreams. I'm Lisa Tremont Ota and you're listening to Sacred Exploration. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We have relationships with people in our lives, but arguably our relationship with food is the most intimate, dynamic, and enduring of them all. You can nourish your relationship with food and the planet. Purchase your copy of The Sacred Art of Eating, Healing Our Relationship with Food, written by Lisa Tremont Oda. A registered dietitian, nutritionist, and shamanic soul coach, Lisa can help you heal your relationship with food. The Sacred Art of Eating is available on Amazon.com, SacredExploration.com, and ImperfectlyVegan.com. Do you remember your dreams? Not exploring your dream life is like receiving a gift but not opening it. Join Lisa Tremonota and Lisa Ferrer this February for an interactive workshop series that will help make your goals and dreams become results in your business and personal life. To register or to find out more, call 925-497-2529. 
or email sacredexploration at gmail.com. Space is limited in this highly interactive workshop series. So call today and learn how you can make your dreams come true. That's 925-497-2529 or email sacredexploration at gmail.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Sacred Exploration. To reach Lisa or her guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to sacredexploration at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. I'm Lisa Tremont Ota, and you're listening to Sacred Exploration. I'm speaking with Lisa Ferrer today who is an energy grandmaster teacher and intuitive healer with Healing for Everyone in Pleasant Hill, California. And we're talking about different levels of reality, the the conscious and subconscious realms. And I'm so excited, really, for this dream workshop that we've mentioned to you. It's going to be beginning in April, and it will be a four-part dream workshop in which we help you to shamanically uncover and recover parts of yourself and then remove the blocks that get in the way from manifesting the dream that you want now you may not even know what dream it is what will you, you, you maybe there's a lack of clarity around what you even want for your life this workshop this process can help you to uncover that so my background when I've worked with people with dreams and done various dream workshops is to really help people take advantage of their dreams. Again, dreams are are a gift in my opinion. They're something that come to us every night and are there for our use and our value to inform us and to heal us. But it's amazing to me how many people either don't remember their dreams, don't believe that they dream, Um, and certainly don't work with their dreams. And sometimes I think if we were born in a tribal culture, maybe that would be different. But I don't think there are many people who actually ask their children in the morning, do you dream, and that sort of thing. So when I work with people, what I do is help them to understand the importance of dreams and to discuss the various kinds of dreams because there's actually different kinds of dreams. As we've mentioned, there's clairvoyant dreams, there's healing dreams, there's uh, incubated dreams. And each dream has various levels of service. Um, I, I worked with one client once who, when I asked her to tell me about her dream life, she said, well, she doesn't dream. She didn't have a dream life. And I explained to her, well, that everybody dreams, but not everybody is remembering their dreams and then I went over some tips and techniques again which we'll discover in the workshop but some tips and techniques for ways to remember your dreams well I kid you not she came back two weeks later and I said she brought her journal and she started flipping through it and I said are those all dream notes and she said yes and she must have had about 30 pages of dream notes it was amazing so 
if you think that you don't dream and if you don't know how to remember your dreams, don't think that this isn't for you because it absolutely is. It's, it's a gift that's available to all of us and it's just a matter of learning how to, to work with it and, and make use of it. Uh, so Lisa, and then part of the workshop too is then to take those dreams along with our waking dreams, things that we're conscious that we want, and then work them into manifestation. Can you tell us a little bit about that process? Yes. Um, So we'll be using them to help navigate your life, um, really align with your highest good, move things out of the way so that you have clarity, um, tools and tips that will help you to, if you get stuck in the moment, you know, if life happens, sometimes you're just out there and something happens and you feel stuck, like which direction do I go? There's part of you that wants one thing, part of you that wants That's something me. else. <laughs> that happens a lot. <laughs> so that inner conflict, so ways to move that inner conflict in a um, practical, hands-on way so that you can navigate and achieve the desires and results that you want in your life and some people are just not even clear about that right Right. what is the purpose of my life what direction do I want to go to you know it's interesting um you know people in life transitions what's my next step or my next phase of life and this workshop can be really helpful with that as well so that people can um even figure out where it is that they want to go or what it is that they love that that's really aligned with with who they are, who they would have been organically. Um, Sometimes we find that we're following the dreams or desires of our mentors or our parents from childhood. You know, Mm -hmm. my father was a doctor, so I'm going to be a doctor as well. And then we find that we don't have joy following that path because it wasn't actually our dream or our desire. So we'll be helping people to get clear on those things and navigate those things as well. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes... uh the more we invest into something, whether it's a relationship or a job, it seems that it's harder and harder to leave that and to move on to something else. Yes. I mean, I guess that could be a block in and of itself that, that the amount of time we've spent somewhere could be the block. Sure. It could be a plateau as well for moving to the next level of success because when we raise the bar on our goals in life, um, if there's anything that's going to come up, if we have stuff around it, it will come up at the point at which we raise our bar to the next level of goals. Um, so helping people move move on to those next levels and achieve their dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bring them into to reality that are in our highest good and, and doing it in a way that's easy. You know, and I'm certain. Yes, and I'm certainly an example of that. You know, I've been doing that since I'm 47 now, and I was 24 when my husband passed away. And within six months of his death, I was now started navigating life this way, and then just have added to my toolkit to make it easier and easier. So there is this this interplay between the conscious and unconscious realms which just becomes fun it just becomes very playful and it is true that when we have dreams the content of our dreams can have something to do with the previous 24 hours of our life as well as the post 24 hours and I'm not saying that those are the complete limits of course it can even be beyond that but in terms of like really identifying and making connections within our waking life it, it can have a little bit of the, the past history as well as the premonition, as you called it. And um, I just find that fascinating. 
in regard to re- uh, play. I remember having a dream, too, of uh, a U-turn. And s- the next day, sure enough, there was a car that did a U-turn turning onto the wrong direction of the road. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw that car coming at me, I had the flash of the dream, but also knew that I needed to get out of the way as quickly as I could. I mean, I was more able to respond because it had made itself known through my dream. Yeah. That's exciting. I, it's interesting you're talking about dreams, and I what was just coming up for me um, was I remember that years ago I would have this dream where I was in this rainforesty like area and I was surrounded by this beautiful lush green vegetation and there was a small pool of water that was round so it was surrounded by all of the greenery and this sun rays coming through and then the warm rain like a mist Mm. that was on me and feeling so soothing with that and I used it for meditation for the longest time and then Years later, I ended up um, having extra flight miles at some point, and I was like, how far can I go with these flight miles? <laughs> and I ended up going to Costa Rica for my first time, mm. and I made it to the cloud forest in Monteverde, and I had a similar experience there, these giant green lush leaves and the warm rain and wonderful sounds and the and the rays of the sun, that warm feeling that you get when the rays of the sun mm. hit your face. And I felt like I had arrived, like I knew the space internally. And, um, right, because you had been there before. Yes. And that's part of it is that the dreams transcend space and time, right? Mm-hmm. Like in my experience that I shared early in the show, it had to do with somebody that I hadn't seen in four years and who lived in a different city. But dreams have that way of transcending all space and time and connecting us to, to realms that we wouldn't otherwise And uh, so when you were in the cloud forest in Costa Rica, you actually remembered having had that dream before, huh? Yes. So it really brought... It was extremely soothing to be there, and and it was pouring rain. It was just Mm -hmm. amazing. Sounds amazing. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, I can tell we're both very excited. I mean, it really is a lot of fun, and, and... I think one of the commonalities that we both share and that is coming through today is that this these are abilities that are available to everyone. And that's really what we want to do in our workshop is to help people really tap into their own subconscious mind and really tap into their own ability to heal themselves and design their own life and provide tools. Because it, it's, not, it's not something what we're taught. I mean, you and I, it sounds like we both at early, an early age we're interested in these areas and went out and, and self-taught ourselves and took classes and whatever we needed to do. And, and so some of that is required. It doesn't come automatically to us. And that's what we want to share with other people. Absolutely. One of the things that I think um, is important to mention that I'm going to be working with with people in the class is to clear negative emotions, clear events that are either from your genetic timeline or from your childhood history that are creating stories or limitation belief systems um, that will keep you from being able to tap into your dreams as effectively. Mm -hmm. Um, So clearing that pathway, um, very practical, hands-on. It works for everyone. um, And we'll be doing some of those things, which I think will feel more liberated and more expansive. 
leaving the space because you'll be offloading some vibration of things that you no longer need. Negative emotional charges and that sort of thing that you've been carrying along um, will be completely eliminated while we're there. So. Great. Well, if you guys are interested in learning more about the Dream Workshop, uh, you may contact me at sacredexploration at gmail.com. You can contact me through my Facebook group, Sacred Exploration and Imperfectly Vegan. And we're also uh, having people call into Lisa Ferrer's office at Healing for Everyone. And and that number again, Lisa? It's 925-497-2525. Two nine. That's nine two five four nine seven twenty five twenty nine. Yeah, and um, if people want to reach you for an individual session or anything mm-hmm. else, how else might they contact you? So they can um, email. So my my website is lisaferrer.com and you can email lisa at lisaferrer.com So that's l i s a at l i s a. F is in Frank, E double R E R dot com. Or you can call into the office number, which is 925 497 2529. And if you mention Sacred Exploration and you would like to have a one on one session, um, there is it's normally $175 for an hour and a half session the first time I see someone. And we'd love to offer that at $100 if you uh, um, mention Sacred Exploration Aww, when you Thank you for that. When you call in. That's beautiful. So. <laughs> appreciate that. I'm sure my listeners will appreciate that. And um, it's just been such a pleasure talking with you today and sharing uh, this, this really fascinating subject with others. Yes, thank you so much. I'm so grateful to be here, to be with you, enjoying you, and enjoying um, sharing this information with, with your listeners. So, and we're going to have you. you back again, and uh, we're going to go dive a little deeper and explore a little more, as I like to say, about this topic um, at, another, at another date as we approach the Dream Workshops in April. Excellent. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you again. And thank you to all of you. And uh, we'll look forward to bringing you back here next week when I will be speaking with Stacy Joy about loving your gut and the story behind your microbiome. And if you don't know what any of that means, all the more reason to join in. I'm Lisa Tremont Ota. You're listening to Sacred Exploration. May you have a blessed week. Thank you so much for tuning in today for Sacred Exploration with Lisa Tremont Oda. Be sure to listen to our program again next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time or anytime on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your week.